And welcome back to Mark My Words Football Podcast with Rob and Scott. And we thank you for listening to the podcast. Feel free to follow us on Spotify and subscribe to us on YouTube. The viewership is greatly appreciated. And unfortunately, we were not able to do a podcast last week. And we are sorry about that. But we are back at it again this week and ready to break down the action that happened the last couple weeks and predict next week's games. So... We will start, as we usually do, with the Buffalo Bills and their victory over the New York Jets. A uh, very sloppy one here and some crappy winter weather here in western New York. Yes. As neither team had much offense in this one, going scoreless almost the entire first half before the Bills finally hit Pater on their last drive of the first half. Yes, and surprising to see... I think maybe the lowest amount of yards I've ever seen Josh Allen throw in a game, in a full game, 147. Yeah, it was the least amount of total yards Buffalo had had all season. Yeah, not surprising. And I heard some people, there's definitely been quite a bit of hubbub in Buffalo this week about are the Bills as good as advertised? Are they Super Bowl caliber without their offense firing on all cylinders? I believe this week is a bit tough to make any types of comments like that with the weather that we were dealing with. But from more national pendants, they seem to be kind of impressed with the way that Buffalo was able to win, being able to do what they did, with their pass rush being what it was, and they really terrorized Mike White all day long. Yeah, and I think it's uh, kind of a good sign that they're still winning even when they're not playing at their best. They're still able to beat you know tough teams like the Jets, who are no slouches, even when they're not playing up to their best. They're still able to beat those teams. So if they're not playing on top of their game, they're still a darn good team. And when they're, they are on top of their game, they're among the best in the league. Yeah, and you really hope that they can get to the best of the game when the playoffs roll around here and you're going back up against Kansas City and you're going up against Miami and the Bengals and these other top teams of the conference. Yes, and I think uh, you know Josh Allen's little mini slump uh, it kind of helps. I think that kind of benefits the team because when your quarterback's just playing like out of his mind, not that he's been playing bad, when your quarterback is playing out of his mind every game, you kind of get a little bit lazy, I guess, and you don't realize kind of your flaws. And in the playoffs, you're not going to play great every game because it's tough. It's hard, like bad weather, really good teams every single week. So I feel like having to step up in the middle of the season will pre- better prepare you for the playoffs, in my opinion. And that's kind of what you saw with the Cowboys as well, with uh, Dak Prescott getting hurt. They looked like a complete contender as well. At least. And Buffalo does have a bit, although they're in the driver's seat currently for the one seed, I wouldn't say that I'm confident about it. I mean, with the Kansas City having quite a bit of a weaker schedule, in my opinion. It's the and, easiest in the league, yeah. Yeah, and Buffalo still having to face Miami and Cincinnati, who I believe are both very good teams. Yeah, and they, they got to face, the, I think, the Patriots in New England, too, last week of the, the year. That could always be tough. Yeah. So I wouldn't say I have much confidence in the Bills to earn the one seed despite being the one seed currently. Yeah, pretty much everything that, that had to go right last week went right for them to get that number one seed after their win. Certainly did. But that being said, I, I do believe that the Bills can turn it on when they need to. And we may be able to see that over the next couple weeks. And even if they don't get the number one seed, it's not too much cause for concern because they beat Kansas City in, in Arrowhead this year. So if they have to go into Arrowhead or you know into Cincinnati, if the Bengals end up getting it, I think that that shouldn't be too much cause of concern for the Bills. No. 
Um, Cincinnati, though, who are you, as a Bills fan, I just want to ask you, who are you more worried about? Like, who would you not want to face in the championship game, the Chiefs or the Bengals? For me, it's still the Chiefs. Yeah. yeah. Mahomes is still Mahomes, and the Chiefs are just still an insanely good team, really. And I, I've still liked Kansas City fully as a team more than I like Cincinnati the whole year, even though I've been a big proponent of the Cincinnati bandwagon since the year started. I still believe that the Chiefs are a scarier team to face. Yeah, I just think the Bengals kind of have their number, obviously. They have beaten like Kansas City like six times in a row and three times in the same year. Yeah. That's pretty awesome and a pretty weird stat to see. that Not many teams have had the Chiefs number these past few years. But the Bengals seem to, for whatever reason, they seem to have it. Uh, and then we, we're going to another game that I'm really excited to see, and that is the Detroit Lions victory over the Minnesota Vikings Winning 34-23, to a really explosive game like we saw earlier in the year from the Lions. So, would you say it's time? Is it time to peek out from under the covers here? Yes. Back on our imaginary, but maybe not so imaginary anymore, Detroit Lions bandwagon. <laughs> All aboard! <laughs> All aboard Detroit bandwagon. <laughs> we, never, we never left it. Just want to make that clear. We were just hiding under... We got some blankets, hiding under the blankets, kind of ashamed. But the Lions are back, and we are on board. All aboard Lions bandwagon. Let's go. Really an absolute rout of Minnesota here, as they were able to pretty much do what they wanted all day here. Yes. Uh, Jamison Williams having a great game. Good to see that. Uh, just, although one catch, 41 yards for touchdown, kind of gives you a flash on what he can do. I think Alvin Rossi and Brown's a top 10 receiver in the league. His uh, return just opens up the field for all their other receivers. And Jared Goff is showing he can be a pretty good distributor of the ball as he throws for 330 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, really a, a very nice game from Goff. And definitely being talked about, again, as can he is he really a good starting quarterback in this league now? Where going into this year, it looked like he was just a replacement guy. Yeah, I think just if you give him good protection, which the Lions have given him for most of the year, uh, they, their offense is like the best in the league when they're they they literally are the best in the league when they're playing well. Yeah, I they're still number five in points per game. Yeah, and that's pretty crazy. Right, I think Amon Ra makes all the difference on the team. And now the running backs with Jamal and and DeAndre Swift, that's insane. Like what a duo. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, the defense playing a little better. It seems like it's a little too late for them, possibly to make the postseason, but maybe not. Yeah, it's pretty. It's actually pretty. You know, obviously the NFC is really weak. If they can just slip in, what they got to pass, they have Elite Frog, Seattle, and the Giants or the Commanders to get in. Commanders and the Giants play each other this week, so they could they could actually be in it. I think after this week, maybe maybe I'm wrong on that, but it wouldn't take too much for them to, to jump ahead. Yeah, I'm really getting hot at the right time. It seems. Yeah. And I mean, they certainly have a better chance than Green Bay, and Green Bay does have a slight chance. But yeah, I, I'm definitely back on the Lions bandwagon, and uh, I suggest you get on as well because it's a fun ride. <laughs> and speaking of bandwagon, we'd like to introduce a nice little segment here called "Are You on Board?" Yes. So we'll be talking about a few teams here and asking ourselves, "Are you on board the bandwagon?" So we've already discuss one of our teams here that we are definitely on board the Lions bandwagon but we got a few more for you here yes that we are going to talk about right now 
Are you on board? Here we go. Are you on board? The Jacksonville Jaguars having a very nice win over Tennessee this week, and Trevor Lawrence having 368 passing yards. So it's time to ask with Jacksonville Jaguars. Are you on board? I personally, I most certainly am not on board with this. Um, yes, they had a nice victory. However, the week before, they lost 40-14 to to our lovely Detroit Lions. Um, so this team, to me, definitely an exciting team to watch. Definitely young talent. But they're a little too inconsistent. They have some nice wins, like beating the Ravens, beating the Titans. But they also have some bad losses, like getting demolished by the Lions. And, yeah. So I think... While they definitely are exciting, I am not on board their bandwagon. So I'll go lobs here, and I am on board with them. And as I talked about a few times, I've actually been higher on them this year than a lot of people have been. And I really like how their offense has been going. Trevor Lawrence has looked very good over the last few games. I mean, they had a, a nice win over Baltimore a few weeks ago, and a really nice win over Tennessee. And you know, they're the only team in the AFC South without a negative points differential right now. Very interesting. So I'm on the Jacksonville bandwagon. So the only way they can pretty much make the playoffs, though, is division, correct? Because wildcard is, is really competitive. Yes. So I guess you're saying that they're going to win the division here? Possibly? Oh, I wouldn't predict that they are going to. I mean, like... Look who they play. They got like the Jets. They got they got the the Titans again in the last week. Who else we got here? The Texans. That's a win. But then they got I think they got the Chiefs as well. No, they don't. They got the uh, yeah. They got the Jets. Next week they're facing the Cowboys. Like they're gonna win like one more game all year. They're gonna be like six and eleven. Really? So so you want to bet me that they're not going to win? more than one game, because I'll bet you they would more than one game. You think they're going to win more than one? They're going to beat, like, the Jets or the Cowboys, you're saying? Yeah, bet you five bucks right now. Five bucks? Five bucks right now, they win more than one game. Uh, okay, well, wait, wait. Caveat is, in the last week against the Titans, if the Titans have nothing to play for, and they're just kind of, like, that doesn't count, even if they win that. I'll take that. All right, let's uh, do it. Five bucks. five bucks, let's go. All right. That so right I guess that's a mark my words from both of us here. Yes. And, and with money on it too. We put we put our money where our mouth is on this one. <laughs> Certainly. All right. Yeah. That's easy money. And moving on to our next one. It's the San Francisco San Francisco 49ers and Brock Purdy stunned the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last week, winning 35 to seven. Awesome. As well as Brock Purdy stepping in and a win over Miami last week. So the question is, are you aboard the 49ers bandwagon with Brock Purdy? I most certainly am. I'm hopping on the bandwagon. I think the timing is a little too perfect, right? You face Tom Brady. Like, if you're going to beat anyone to make a statement about your career right out of the gate, it's going to be beating Tom Brady. There's really not much better you can do than that. And now, again, perfect timing, Thursday night matchup against Seattle. This was like perfect to highlight the beginning of this young man's career. Mr. Um, Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft. It's just the perfect story arc. I think uh, the 49ers have the a really good team, great defense, great offense. Although Debo Samuel's hurt, we'll see what happens there. Uh, I, I do believe in Brock Purdy, so I am on the bandwagon. Despite that, I believe that the San Francisco 49ers 
are a very good all-around team, I have serious doubts that Brock Purdy is going to be able to keep up the type of production he's had these last two weeks, and I think he's going to take a severe step back over the next couple of weeks. I think the 49ers will be viewed very differently a few weeks from now. Therefore, I am not on the San Francisco 49ers and Brock Purdy bandwagon. Sheesh, have a little faith. Come on. This guy's playing his heart out. Yeah, but then we'll definitely see. I, mean, I, I, I wanted to pick the, the 49ers in my parlay this week, but I, I just couldn't do it. Uh, I just don't trust them enough. I mean, yeah, but don't trust the Bucks. I mean, <laughs> Bucks are bad. Not yeah. not Milwaukee. Milwaukee's awesome. <laughs> but Tampa, oof, they're rough. They are not a fun watch. Well, a couple we split, and we got one more here for us. The Cincinnati Bengals. Squeaking out a win over Cleveland this week and continue to roll. A lot of stacking up a lot of wins here in a row, and they're now tied for the divisional lead with Baltimore. Well, the question is with the Bengals, are you on board? Um, so impressive win over the Browns. First time Joe Burrow's ever beaten the Browns, actually. And I uh, don't know what's going on with the Browns. Good gracious, Deshaun Watson. But uh, the Bengals, impressive wins. However, I am not on the bandwagon. I don't think I've learned anything new from the Bengals. They beat the Titans, who they usually beat. They beat the Chiefs, who they usually beat. Blah, blah, blah. I haven't been that impressed with them as much as people are saying, so I'm not going to be on the Bengals bandwagon. I think they're, at best, the third best team in the AFC, and that's at best. So I am definitely not on the bandwagon for the Bengals. Well, if you've listened to this podcast going back to the start of this year, I believe that I marked my words back in week two or three after a couple, after a bad start to the year for the Bengals, that I think they would still win the division. And that still stands. And I am certainly on the Bengals bandwagon this year. I really like their offense. I don't think there's a better receiving trio in the NFL than Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. Joe Burrow, very clutch. And really got a decent backfield there with Joe Mixon and Samaje Ryan. I quite like what I've seen from the Bengals, and I am on board. All right, well, I they're probably going to win the division because Lamar is hurt and the Ravens just don't look good. They, had, they didn't even look good when Lamar was there, to be honest. Uh, Browns, they lost too many games. So, yes, I think they won the division, but, yeah, I just I, they're, they're not all that impressive to me. But we differ there as we differ on a lot of topics. And that is uh, a wrap on... What was it called? Are You, Are you on, on board? board? Yes. Neat little segment we got there. And now we're going to lead into our picks for this week, upcoming week. And I think we both did pretty awful the week before after coming off a couple good weeks in a row here. Yeah, certainly did. With me going 6-7 and seven and Rob at 5-8. and eight. And you gained yet another game. We are very close in the total standings where I am 111-95 and 95, and Rob is 112-94. and 94. So, yeah, <laughs> now this is like the sixth or seventh week now that you've gained on me here. Yeah, slowly, Ben, getting back up there. I was under your 500 for quite some time, but now pretty good clip over, and we're very close in total record. That's got to be a fun ride to the finish here. Yes, and uh, it starts off with the San Francisco 49ers against the Seahawks on Thursday, 
and Brock Purdy versus the the uh, Geno Smith-led Seahawks. The Seahawks look to be kind of falling off a little bit. See if they can get back on track. I, as I stated before, I'm a big believer in the Niners, and therefore I will have them winning this game. I will as well. And, I mean, I believe that one of my Mark My Words from several weeks back might be looking all right now, saying that Seattle would miss the playoffs. Oh, yeah, not, that's Not right. because yeah. I thought ever thought Seattle was a really a horrible team. I've actually been very impressed with them throughout the year because yeah. I thought they'd be one of the worst in the league. But I just thought, based on what was happening in the NFC, that they would miss. Yeah, with some other teams climbing up now, like the Lions, and now you have the Commanders are right in the thick of things. So actually right now, Seattle is not in a playoff spot. So they're going to have to impress over these next couple weeks in order to get in. Uh, but then we have the Colts and the Vikings here. Vikings losing to Detroit. Colts are on a bye week. Who do you have taking this game? I have the Vikings winning this one. And as do I. Colts are still garbage, even with Jeff Saturday. Had a magic moment for that one game, but back down to reality now. And the Vikings just such an interesting team. I mean, having a negative points differential while being 10-3, and three, that's really impressive. Negative points? Really? Yes, negative wow. points differential. <laughs> That reminds me a little bit of the 2019 Packers. I don't think they have negative, but it was like the lowest points differential by 13-3 and team ever for Green Bay that one year. So maybe the Vikings break that, but that is not a good stat at all. No, certainly not. Probably large. It's probably because of that Dallas game, to be honest, 40-3. But yeah, Minnesota, I mean, people still have questions, and... And Vikings fans are kind of upset that they're not being taken seriously. But can you blame anyone in the NFL for questioning the Vikings? Like, we've seen what Minnesota tends to do year in and year out. And this year, they really just haven't, and I understand they're 10-3 and and everything, but they just, they haven't been consistent enough. So we're going to have questions, right? Like, the standings are the standings, whatever. But there's something to be said for the eye test. And like it or not, there's going to be questions when your team doesn't look great every single week. Yeah, certainly is. But regardless, Colts are garbage. The Vikings should get a get-right game here. Absolutely. Uh, and then we have a divisional game in the AFC North between the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns. This probably is do or die for Cleveland. Their last hope. they got to win every game. Um, and I do have them winning this game because uh, Lamar Jackson will not be back for this one. As do I. And actually, I'm pretty surprised here on the ESPN Pick'em here that only 29% of people have picked the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, that's, I mean, I feel like nobody has picked them all year. And it seems like it could be quite possible that Baltimore is going to be going into that game with their third-string quarterback as Tyler Huntley went out in their last game as well. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I think Baltimore is going to miss the playoffs here. If you look at the teams that are coming up, like the Chargers and the Patriots, I don't see the Patriots falling off. I, I think Baltimore could really miss the playoffs here, but especially if the Mar doesn't come back soon. Yeah, very similar to what they had last year. They were the one seed pretty late into the year last year yeah. and ended up missing the playoffs. Yeah, I think it could be a similar situation this year as well. But, it, yeah, it's it hasn't looked good even when the Mar was there. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, I think I think we both think that uh, hopefully Deshaun Watson looks a little bit better. I think it's better for the NFL um, if, he, if he looks good. And uh, hopefully they get a good win against Baltimore. And then we got the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills. Going to be one of the most exciting games all week. It's on Saturday. And who do you have winning this divisional matchup? How are the Bills winning this one? As do I. Dolphins not looking up to their best last week. 
yeah, the last two weeks, uh, Miami not looked as hot, but I still have some belief in this team with Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. They could really tear up a defense at a moment's notice and certainly could be dangerous in the playoffs. That being said, I still believe that Buffalo is a better team and will win this game. Yeah, Miami's run game continuing to play them. Jeff Wilson getting hurt. Um, yeah, they've been one of the worst running teams, I think, in the league. But, uh, yeah, Buffalo, definitely the stronger team all around. In Buffalo, I'm going to take the Bills. And then we have another divisional matchup, the Falcons versus the Saints. Uh, both teams that I do not trust. The Falcons actually starting Desmond Ritter, I think, in yes, favor of Mariota. And Mariota's been placed on IR this time for the year. Yeah, okay, so... Falcons, I, I marked my words they're going to win the division. <laughs> um, no comment, but I'm going to take the Falcons to win this game against the Saints. As why, as I, I just don't have a lot of trust in either offense, but maybe a little bit of a surprise game here for Desmond Ritter and the Falcons. At least the Falcons do have a bit of a wrong game to lean on. Where you're watching, whatever time I watch the Saints, I'm I'm just thinking, what is going on here? They're watching, too talented to be this bad. Watching Andy Dalton sit back in the pocket. And Kamara really having a down season. Yeah. Every time I watch the Saints, I just feel so unimpressed with them. Yeah, they should have beat Tampa Bay. Just absolutely choked that away. Man, I think that's kind of a statement to how good Sean Payton was, kind of holding that team together last year. And they were they were a competitor, a legit competitor last year. But this year, they just they're looking like a tanker. Uh, and then we got the Eagles versus the Chicago Bears. Eagles twelve and one. Looks like they silenced any doubters. Um, as they are the unquestioned best team in the NFC, I do have them rolling against Chicago. As do I. And continue to 13-1 as they have clinched the, the first team to clinch a playoff spot this week. Yes. And I, they probably don't lose another game all year. Only game they may lose is to Dallas, but that should be a fun matchup. And the Eagles, man, they are flying high. Certainly, and should fly right to that one seed. Yes. And the Bears... They're an exciting team. Should be a good game between two mobile quarterbacks, but um, Chicago is just kind of one of those teams that's waiting for next year, and they're a good draft pick. Yeah, definitely. They traded a lot, away a lot of good contributors on that defense. Yeah, that told you they're not trying to win this year. Just trying to figure out if Justin Fields is their guy, and I think that they've learned that he is. Yeah, they. I think they certainly learned that he is. Uh, and then you got the Detroit Lions, another. NFC North team versus the New York Jets in New York, or rather New Jersey. Who do you have winning this game? Jets coming off a tough loss. This is probably the one that I had the hardest time with before ultimately ending up with the Detroit Lions. Yes, and I also picked the Lions as well. The reason why we're having a tough time is probably just knowing who the Lions have been their entire franchise. <laughs> well, and also knowing that the Jets have been a pretty good defense throughout here and Mike White seeming competent since taking over the quarterback job for Zach Wilson. And, and I think this will be a good game, but I believe we may be able to see that the Lions offense continue to do what they do. If they can really continue to put up numbers versus a good Jets defense, I mean, you could really see what they've got in store for the rest of the season and maybe be making a run for the playoffs like we were talking about. Yeah. I mean, I think they... Like to me, they already they already proved that they're good enough. I mean, last week was kind of the uh, what is it a trap game week? I guess like Lions were favored somehow, and um, it was like okay, I want to pick the Lions here, but I'm not going to because I think this is a trap. They actually won. I I'm now putting my full trust in the Lions. So they're a good team, so hopefully they are able to come out with the victory there. 
And then we have a uh, matchup between two teams who still find themselves in the hunt and the Panthers and the Steelers. So Panthers actually could win the division this year and the Steelers trying to get that wild card spot. Who do you have winning this matchup? I have the Steelers winning this one. As do I. Najee Harris finally looking like Najee Harris. Yeah, certainly has been. Kenny Pickett going out last game interception, but even though Mitch Trubisky came in and threw three picks, he threw some good balls in there. Yeah. If you go out and watch them. And George Pickens looking good. I mean, yeah. Steelers offense maybe picking it up a little bit as of late. Trying to, like you said, trying to get back to that uh, 500 number there. Yes, they can't lose another game. They can tie, can't lose. Uh, I want to see it happen. I think it will. So Steelers, at least for this week, uh, that that dream is going to be uh, still alive here. Uh, then we got we move on to the Dallas Cowboys versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's in Jacksonville, and I will pick the Dallas Cowboys here. Just looking like a very good team against a uh, very inconsistent team. As much as I've said that the uh, Cowboys, I believe, are a very good team, can't say that I'm on board without picking Clown Town and the Jacksonville <laughs> Jaguars. Yeah, you got to back up that bet. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to pick the Jaguars to win this week. Interesting, interesting. So, yeah, they got, I mean, is ETN healthy? He's still, he's rolling there because he was banged up a little bit. Yes, he is, and Lawrence really doing well. I mean, could, and Cowboys kind of having almost having a bad scare versus the Texans last week. Yeah, that was definitely a trap game. <laughs> they got out of it okay, though. But uh, what I'm hoping is to be a good matchup this week. Yes, it should definitely be an exciting game. Two pretty darned exciting offenses here. Um, and then we got the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Houston Texans. And I am going to pick the Chiefs. That's why. And I pity the 1% of people who have picked the Texans on our pick'em machine here. <laughs> yeah, it's not probably not even 1%. Like, zero <laughs> point something. They just got to put 1%. <laughs> like, sheesh, you're picking the Texans. You must be in a desperate spot. <laughs> Certainly. Trying to gain some games on people or whatever. But, yeah, not much to be said. Chief should roll there. Uh, and then you got the Cardinals against the Broncos. This probably the most boring matchup all week. Don't care about either of these teams, but I will pick the Cardinals to win. I'm going to be picking the Broncos to win this one. Yeah, they, I mean, they looked better last week's Highest point total of the year, I think. Yeah, I mean, uh, Kyler Murray will be done for the year with a torn ACL, so no worry for them. Colt McCoy will continue to quarterback there. and uh, He's decent enough. Russell Wilson, also questionable there with his injury. Yeah, I mean, it should be a boring game, low scoring. That's just kind of how Broncos games are. But I'm never picking the Broncos again, <laughs> at least not this year. Uh, and then you have the Patriots versus the Las Vegas Break My Heart Raiders. Just when you thought they were going to get it going, got three good wins in a row, and no, <laughs> they will lose to Baker Mayfield and the Rams. Um, I'm going to pick the Patriots to win this game. I think it comes down to Bill Belichick versus Josh McDaniels, and I'm going to take the boss all the way. Well, I do believe that could probably be true. I'm going to go against that, and I'm going to pick the Raiders in this one. Okay, all right, yeah. I really don't believe in this Patriots offense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I really don't believe in the Raiders either. But you know. yeah, <laughs> the Raiders have been picking up a little bit and really feeding Josh Jacobs insanely the last several weeks, and he has been just incredible this year. Yeah, and hoping you see some more life out of Derek Carr and Devontae Adams this one, and I believe that could be enough to defeat the Patriots. 
Yes, and I do have to shout out Josh Jacobs right there. I feel like not enough people are talking about him. He's been the best running back all year. Look at all the stats. He's like first in every category pretty much. So big shout out to Josh Jacobs, kind of a guy that we all thought was a bit overrated maybe last year. Didn't pick up his fifth-year option, but he has gone out and had a very nice year. Certainly. And now we have one of the better matchups in the week between the Tennessee Titans and the Los Angeles Chargers. Both teams 7-6 and six, appear to be going in different directions. Who do you have taking this game? I have the Chargers winning in this one. And I do as well. So when oh, the really? when the Titans, yes, when the Titans lost to the Jaguars, I I had to tell myself something and I came up with this. The Titans, you know in basketball like they rest their starters and stuff because they want to be ready for the playoff. That's what the Titans are doing. They're just kind of going out there, they're being like, "You know what? We're just going to chill. We're not getting the number 1 seed. We're going to win the division no matter what." Okay, Jacksonville stinks. We're going to just chill out here, and we're going to save our our real stuff for the playoffs. That's what's happening. Prove me wrong. Well, I guess that's true. There's no real way to prove you wrong. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so that's that Chargers win. But uh, although I almost picked the Titans this one as well, because I again do not trust the Chargers, no. despite how good of a team they are, really should be absolutely elite. Should be in that conversation with Buffalo and Kansas City, so Cincinnati right now, going for that one seed. But they are seven and six, and it was currently on the outside looking in, while being tied with the Patriots and Jets for that last wild card spot. Yeah, this has been the most Chargers year ever. <laughs> oh, definitely been an odd year for them. So high expectations. A lot of people had them winning that division. I definitely did. I did as well. And yeah, very Chargers year, but still a lot of hope. If they get in the playoffs, they can be dangerous. Yeah. And then we have the Cincinnati Bengals facing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And despite not being on the Bengals' bandwagon, I will have them winning this game. As will I. And going back to another pick I had, or mark my words, a while back, uh, I think it's time to give up on my one of the Buccaneers being elite. Uh, I believe this part of that was them winning the division, which I believe they still will, although definitely not a guarantee at this point. But I think we can safely say the Buccaneers will not be considered elite by the end of the year. No. <laughs> Definitely not. I don't see that happening at all. The offense just is not the same for whatever reason. It just has not been clicking. It's the same guys, but just can't get it going for whatever reason. And, uh, yeah, they could easily not make the playoffs with that division very close. Yes. And then we have a uh, divisional matchup between the New York Giants and the Washington Commanders. Both teams 7-5-1 and one, tying a couple weeks ago. Quick turnaround for these two teams to face again. Who do you have winning? I have the Giants come out on top in this one. All right, so on ESPN, it does not let you predict a tie. I'm very sad because I think these two teams might tie again, but I will pick the Commanders to win this game. But if it's a tie, I got it right, and you heard it here first. But, uh, yeah, Commanders just seem to be a little bit hotter. The, the Giants are slipping a little bit here, so I think Commanders will probably roll uh, with the momentum. But I do think these two teams are pretty evenly matched, so you never know. Uh, and then we have the last game of the week, the Los Angeles Rams led by Baker Mayfield and the Green Bay Packers coming off a bye. And I never feel safe picking my Packers, but I will pick them this week. That's a lie. I mean, the, the Rams just have been just awful the entire year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what a great story it was, Baker Mayfield coming in on just two days being on that team and leading that last drive to win. Really cool, but not a good team. No, and Green Bay, 
if they're it's like the first part of the year the defense was great their offense wasn't so good and now the defense has really been shaky and the offense has really been picking it up especially with christian watson i think maybe the bye week they recuperate take a deep breath gotta win at all the games we'll see we'll see what happens right so it's still aaron Rodgers. he still looks really good you never know i'm not getting anything i don't want to say anything all I'm saying is don't give up, and we'll see what happens. Packers win. Uh, and that is our picks for this week. And now Scott is going to give you his parlay for the week. Despite not recording an episode, I still did my parlay last week. Unfortunately, it did not go too well for me because I went 0-3 picking Tampa Bay, Seattle, and Miami. So hopefully we will turn things around this week. And this week I have picked... The Cincinnati Bengals, the Detroit Lions, and the Minnesota Vikings for this pickup. First oh, okay. Is that three favorites, sir? Yes, it is. And I First time all year. It's one of the, yeah, the, probably the only time this year I've picked all favorites. Typically, I try and pick underdogs as they'll win you more money, and it's just more fun to do that. It's not fun to just pick Kansas City as a crazy underdog to Houston. Yeah. It's no fun. <laughs> but I ended up deciding on three favorites this week. In Cincinnati, Detroit, and Minnesota. Well, I mean, you pick Detroit, Minnesota. They're like you want to you want to be really on the edge of your seat. Pick like the Chargers, the Falcons, and the Lions, or something like that. Like that, you'll never you'll never be bored with that. Well, that is certainly true. <laughs> yeah, but Vikings, Lions, like whoo, you never know what you're gonna get. So <laughs> I think I think you'll be excited, but I do think you'll probably win that one. Um, and yeah, that wraps it up for this week. And uh, hopefully we turn things around with our pick'em. And I hope you guys have a great week. Enjoy the NFL. It's the final stretch. All teams are done with their bye weeks, and they're ready to push for the playoffs. Thank you for watching Mark My Words Football Podcast with Rob. And, uh, and feel free to follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on YouTube, and we are tuning up.